this great evil? Where's it come from? Who's doing this? Who's killed us? Is this darkness in you too? Hey yo! It's Baba Gucci and you're listening to Ramblings of a Madman. How's everybody doing? I'm not good. Bills, bills, bills. How are we surviving in 2023? It's just getting progressively worse, isn't it? Fuel costs are getting more expensive. Housing. I don't know. It's getting more and more difficult to live. Especially with the family. The kids expensive. Oh my god. I Man, we are really living in a strange time right now. So, well... If you tuned in for some happiness or to get away from your issues, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be airing mine out. Ah, uh, nah, that's all right. I'm just kidding. You know, you got to let it out sometimes. Got to be stoic. Oh, my God. It is difficult, though. When you're faced with money problems, it's difficult to be in higher spirits, right? When you've got almost nothing left in the account and you still have more bills to pay. It's a whole thing. Anyway. What else? Yesterday, my poker group removed me from the WhatsApp group. He messaged me, though. My friend who runs the group, he messaged me. Like, hey, hope you're well. Blah, blah, blah. We had to remove you. Since you've been active for quite a while now, haven't come to any games, but if you want to ever rejoin, do let me know. So I was like, cool, cool, yeah, no problem. He's also somebody who's, so this guy plays sober poker. He doesn't drink. He quit drinking a few years ago, ever since he had, he got some heart problems in his 40s. So he quit drinking, started taking care of himself, but he's an avid poker player still, so. He plays. But at these poker gatherings, though, the booze is always there. Because every time a different friend is hosting at their house, and, of course, booze has to be arranged. There's a bar every time with really good alcohol. And obviously, you get fucked up and play. I would get real fucked up. In, In fact, I'd drink before I'd go, and then I'd get even more fucked up. Because, you know, you don't want to drink somebody else's alcohol like an asshole. And it's not one of those parties where you bring alcohol with you. And where I am, it's more difficult to do that. I mean, it's a whole it's a whole thing, right? So I always do pre-drinks, then go and then drink some more. So I've stopped playing with these guys for, well, about six months. And then the last two months especially, I really felt like joining back. But I couldn't, you know, because of sobriety. So I told him that. I said, I've been sober for two months almost now. And I didn't want to be tempted by the alcohol. I'd love to play, but I can't because of that. So he understood. He was he was quite happy, in fact. he He's like, yo, that's great news. And I support you. Anytime you need help, do message me. And yeah, you're welcome back whenever as well. But yeah, yeah, he was really happy and supportive. So 
that's good. But it sucks. I can't play poker now because of the thing. Plus, is poker any fun without alcohol? Isn't that the whole point? Where you lose your inhibitions and go all in on a pair of twos? You know? When the river's showing a potential straight, you take stupid risks. I thought that was the whole point. But like some people like my friend do play sober and they lose big as well. It's not like they're always winning or anything. So, because obviously poker end of the day is a gambling game. And gambling and alcohol go hand in hand. I mean, I remember a friend telling me when he went to a huge casino in England. And uh, he spent pretty much all night in the casino. He said that they kept bringing him whiskey after whiskey when they saw that he was sticking to the tables and playing all his hands, you know? Then they started bringing him whiskey after whiskey for free. So they do that. And there's a reason they do that. They want you drunk. They want you throwing away your money without thinking. House always wins, right? There's a reason why it always wins. The booze is on their side. You booze, you lose. Not always, but most of the time. Anyway, it's it's a gambling game. So yeah, I don't know how I would go about playing poker sober. I I might go back. Maybe after a few months, I'll go back and rejoin them and play a game. When I'm more confident that I can be around alcohol. When it's staring me right in the face. And people might offer, like, hey, you want a glass of something? Shall I make you something? Can I get you something? So I don't want to, you know, to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. I don't want to take that risk. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see. Build up my confidence in my sobriety. At least get 90 days under my belt. I don't know. They say something special about 90 days. With anything. Any vice that you leave. They say 90 days is a, not a turning point, but it's one of those you can say, look, I made it 90 days. I'm vice-free. Like, I have control over this. Obviously, it's not like people don't fail after that, but it's good to have a 90-day thing under your belt. So I'm going to do that first, and then I'll go ahead and get back into poker maybe. It is a fun game, end of the day. And it's more just shooting the shit with your friends, with your mates, and just discussing things. But for me, yeah, the booze was a big part of it. So that's going to be weird. We'll see. Let's see how it goes. Anyways, that's about all for today's ramble. Thank you for listening. And you can write to me at babaguchiwtf at gmail.com. And spread the podcast. Share it with a friend. And I will catch you lovely people tomorrow. Bye. Who's doing this? Who's killed us? Is this darkness in you too?